Hi and welcome to Nollywood Film Club. Uh, I'm Mr. C of Rico Critic, and um, I almost fear to ask how you're doing if you're Nigerian and you're listening to this on the 12th of February or this week. Anyway, um, hope you're doing well. Regardless, uh, we do have a film that we enjoy talking about, though. Uh, so. If you look at the timestamps, you notice that the good section is actually longer than the bad section. We haven't had one of those in a very, very long time. So um, this was one of those conversations that was fun. Um, so, yeah, a rarity, something to lift your spirits up, perhaps. <laughs> I'm trying my best. All right. Anyway, I'll just let you get on with it. And I hope you enjoy Nollywood Film Club discussing the mating. All right. Welcome to Nollywood Film Club. I am Mr. C of Rico Critic. Uh, we are going to be discussing uh, the meeting. We do discuss movies every Sunday. Um, and yeah, this week we will be discussing the meeting. This one was requested by the people. Um, so, uh, yes, I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, we will be discussing the good, the things we like, the things we don't like in the bad. Uh, we'll have time for pushback if we disagree on things. And uh, we'll do a quick summary at the end. Um, if you're uh, not comfortable coming up to speak, please drop a comment or use the hashtag Nollywood Theme Club. Wow, look at that. A professional, not unlike some other people. Yeah. You're asking us. So movies we discuss, eh? <laughs> Every week. A professional. Right. Okay. A professional. Um, let's ignore any other sounds. All right. So uh, let's start with uh, Chimweke. Chimweke, what did you like about uh, the meeting? <laughs> yes, Chimweke was here first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why are you shocked? I don't know, I don't know I why thought, she thought, I, thought, I thought I got my first speaker position back this year. Nah. Wow. No, you did not. Yeah, wow, did not I again. was on my way to the airport and I had to branch to be here. Hey, everyone. Good evening. How are you guys doing? Ah, so yeah, um, man, this is like um, this is a very special film. This is this is a very very special film. So um, everything I liked about this film, everything I loved about this film is tied to the, the way it made me feel, the way it makes me feel. Like it's, it's such a wonderful feeling. It fills you with hope. It fills you with love. And it gets better with every watch and with time. It's like, it's like, like fine wine. Wine is nothing. Like heroin has nothing on this. Like it's, uh, it's such a feel-good movie. Like it's so sweet. And it's just... It's just like a really good way to like just escape this, <laughs> this life. Um, then there was like, I let me just get into a few things and leave some for everyone else. So that performance by Rita Dominic, like, oof, like she was in rare form. Do you know how difficult it is to like make a character that despicable to be lovable? Like that was that's just that's controlling chaos. That's that's balance. That's incredible control and. You have to like give props to the director to be able to pull out that sort of a performance from her, and um, it also had like it also felt very authentic. It felt very Nigerian and relatable, and not just that it was that it was at a time when not a lot of other people were doing that. Like at that time, if you told me not, I was one of I was in I was in my Nollywood shit era. Like I did not care about Nollywood films. If you just if I if you played Nollywood near me, we like we fight, but. 
I don't know. I randomly stumbled upon that one. I just decided to give it a try. And it was like, it stayed with me for days. Like, did I say days? It has stayed with me ever since. I don't think I can ever forget this film and the way it makes me feel. And um, uh, it's like, there's there's love, there's perseverance, there's... Like, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just a feel really good, feel good movie. And um, for me as well, on a personal level, right, uh, this is one of those films that um, inspired me to become a filmmaker. Like, I, 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 I couldn't see a way in because to me, everybody was doing rubbish in Hollywood. Like, I, I didn't see anybody that was impressing me as at the time I wanted to make, I knew I wanted to make films. But I didn't really see anybody that was making the kind of films that I wanted to make till I stumbled across this film. And I was like, yes, like somebody, somebody's doing it. So somebody's showing me that it's possible, that it, it's, it can be done. So it means so much to me on a personal level. And then as uh, a fan that is just enjoying movie, like it's so, it's a very, very special film. And I'm sure like I'm not the only one that this film has inspired. Like, I'm pretty sure it's it's uh, inspired a couple of other people. Like it's really it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful film. It's it's magic. It's it's lovely. Yeah. Let me just stop here and just leave. Let me leave crumbs for other people. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Wow. Uh, this this um, this one is uh, clearly special to to some people. Um, that's interesting. Uh, even get into the nitty gritty just on a meta and personal level what the film has done. All right, thanks, Jimwiki. Um Vanessa, second person. Um, <laughs> guys, today's AFCO final, so we have to be quick about this. Um, I really and <laughs> I I loved the meeting the first time I watched it years ago. I was like, oh, this is so fun. I really liked the film. Um, and then I watched it again when it came out recently on YouTube. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's still fun. You know, sometimes when like you're all you're going off of is nostalgia. Right. And you're like, hmm, is this film as nice and good as I remembered it? And it did give me it still gave me the feels. Right. After all those years, um, Rita Dominic was obviously a standout in this. Um you know when Nollywood tries to do this thing where like, oh, transform, make sure I transformed as a character. And then you'll be looking at them and you're like, sir, I can still see um, a Sharon Uja in you. I don't know this um, transformation. Rita really transformed. I swear that was Clara. That was Clara, a level 15 civil servant. Nothing anybody can tell me. That woman was a civil servant. Is it her fridge behind her desk where she's selling cool drinks? <laughs> or is it the chewing gum or just the general lackadaisical attitude? I really enjoyed Kara in this. Um, you know what? This I remember why I, I used to like Femi Jacobs. Like in recent times, I've begin, begun to find Femi Jacobs one note. But I quite liked Femi. I remembered why I liked Femi Jacobs when Femi Jacobs first burst on the scene, right? I really liked Femi Jacobs in this. Can I have this Femi Jacobs back? Like, I, I want this Femi Jacobs back. I really enjoyed Femi Jacobs in this. Um, Linda Ejofo was fantastic in this. Um, you know what? When I was watching this the second time, I realized Linda Ejofo's performance is what... Ugh, I hate to call out names, but it's 2024. We're doing it. It's what Nancy Sime thinks she does when she's playing... When she's supposed to play, like, this, like, lovable, um, almost... 
What's the word? Shadi Karthas was supposed to play in um, the Rask guy. Yeah? That's I when I when I was watching this, I was like, oh, that's what this is supposed to look like. Okay. <laughs> because India Jofok really had that like fine balance of like super lovable, almost like childlike wide-eyedness. But like she still had that balance of like, I'm an adult, like grown adult who is doing NYC and like has adult problems. And so I didn't find the romance between her and an older man like oh, hold on. Like, her youth wasn't as obvious, even though in some circumstances you will still see that youth. Like, put this into perspective. Kendi Bankoli played um, the daughter of a, a Femi Jacobs. And I still even bought that Kendi Bankoli was a, old enough to be Femi Jacobs' child. Like, some those two women gave me performances that was like, okay, fine balance of, like, childlike, but also adult year level, you know, type situation. So I didn't feel like her romance with Femi Jacobs was odd. Now to the romance as a romance girly. I quite like the love in this because I like love. Um, <laughs> I just, I thought it was cute, man. Like, the meet cute in the, in the airport. They gave her, giving her a lift. The... I have to be in Abuja overnight and we're just going to have conversations. It didn't feel untoward. You know how sometimes when Nollywood does this like older man, younger woman or older woman, younger man, love, minini, minini. Sometimes it feels a little icky. This didn't feel icky to me at least. I thought it was cute. The, the conversations they were having, like, as much as she was younger than him and, and she still had that little like personality and like, just her face just like her cheeks were always high something about that was adorable to me and Femi Jacobs and her still had like you know adult conversations actually really got to know each other I was like okay this is so this is love wow I didn't know that Nollywood this is love I I really liked it and like having that with the juxtaposition of him going to face Clara every day and at night just having these wonderful you know, falling in love with Linda. It just, it made me really happy. The directing was great. I know my time is up, but I have to shout out Auntie M. For Auntie M will jack me by the truth. The, <laughs> the directing was great. All right. Thanks, Vanessa. Um, uh, interesting. Um, some of the people who are taking shade during the good section that have nothing to do with this film. <laughs> but it's all right. This is Nollywood Film Club. You can say exactly whatever you want. All right. Um, next, Uchenna, please tell us some of the things uh, you, you liked about the meeting. Um, I'll go right after the next person. Okay. All right. Anya, you are next. Uh, Anya, can you tell us some of the things you liked about uh, Forgive me. Okay, so I wanted to leave it as a comment, but I didn't know how to do that. Um, I wanted to agree with the last speaker on the relationship between Femi Jacobs and uh, what's her name again. So when I was watching the movie, I was like, is it going to be awkward? Is it not going to be awkward? But as the movie progressed, I, I'm just I'm just saying, yes, this person is an adult. There is about a 20 years old gap. But you could just see the way everything just it entered when she gave that example of getting into character 
and being the character, she gave the Nancy Isime example. And this is no shade to any of the actors because I think they do fantastic sometimes. But oftentimes when I watch Nigerian movies, because I watch a lot of them, both the extremely old ones and the new ones, I just see that in recent movies, there is no difference between a character. The actors are the characters, like the actors are just actors. Because I'm currently watching one now and I'm always on YouTube watching these movies and I could just, you could just change the name and it's the same movie. But with this particular movie, you could see that the characters were actually different from the actors. There, there was no, there was no, okay, this is the person acting it. And this, I know this person from this particular movie. It was just seamless, getting to be that childlike and also asserting that adulthood, confirming that she could actually be in a relationship with this man, even though she knows that it wasn't cringy. That's the word. It was not cringy, like, oh, no, no, no. It worked perfectly. And for my other favorite um, character, my most favorite character actually, Rita Dominic, the way she played it, because I used to work in Abuja and I could tell you that I had PTSD watching all that again, because everybody was just, I was like, this is the person I meet every day at Yobe house. They would leave me to sit down at FIRS for hours simply because someone went to the mosque with the office key and I'm like I know this particular character from all these commissions that I visit so I wasn't even seeing with Adomni's face I was just seeing that civil servant working there so I really loved it and there was also another character I have forgotten her name she has to be the evil woman she acted it perfectly she was it was as if she was not there but she was I was always seeing her I know this person you want to use your tribe to gain favor but at this point she's not seeing you as just give her money so that she can go so i really appreciate how they were able to capture everybody it was just the characters that i appreciated they they interpreted the characters and i could not see the actors and i think a lot of directing should be put into new movies so that the i would i don't want to see this person in this movie and still see them in the next movie that's what i'm getting at fantastic movie thank you uh, all right, thanks. Uh, uh, sorry, for a second, I actually thought I was only speaking uh, because that was generally the cue. Uh, but we. That's all right. Tony, please tell us uh, what uh, the things you liked about the meeting. Hi. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, um, it's always oh. interesting when we. Whoa, what's going on? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. The sound was cutting in and out for me, so I thought it was my turn. I'm no, sorry. Um, um, I just want to say something. Oh, wow. uh, sorry, uh, it, it is indeed Uchina's turn. Um, Uchina, please go ahead. No, she can, she can say what she wants. She can go ahead. I, I have to keep order. <laughs> Sorry, nobody can say whatever they want. Uh, Badamasi is back. We need to get through this. We need to get through this. We need to get through this. Let's find my router, please. Richard, please go ahead. Oni um, uh, will be next. Okay, yeah, you know, it's always uh, interesting when we uh, revisit some of these older movies because I find myself looking at them with two eyes. I try to, I want to evaluate my immediate experience of watching them in this moment. And at the same time, 
um, I also want to think about uh, think about them in the context of their original release and the kind of impact they have and where they stand um, within that history. So um, looking at it in that in that particular context, in the context of where it came out, you can see that this movie really bucked a lot of trends and was um, was quite innovative in some ways. First of all, when you look at the aspect ratio, it has the you know that classic academy aspect ratio ratio, which gives it a very different kind of look and it fills the the, the frame up in a different way that um, I think actually gives a little bit more of seriousness to what you're watching. I mean, despite the fact that what you're watching is incredibly funny. And then um, also the idea at the time that you would have two relative newcomers with very little name recognition as the leads of the movie. And that's a movie where you have established uh, Nollywood hitters like Kate Henshaw and Rita Dominic in the cast. That was a very, very new thing too. Um, especially since um, I think around the time that this movie came out, there had been a crisis of Nollywood stars, which, you know, I won't get into. But, um, you know, I was kind of, I almost thought that I wouldn't participate this week too, because I hadn't seen a movie in a long time. And I've been kind of cynical about Nollywood movies in general lately. And I didn't want to watch this and find myself tearing it to pieces with my new cynical mindset. Mindset. But totally holds up, you know. It really, really holds up. Um, I think it's quite, it's quite brilliant. I mean, the scenes set in the office um, feel like a classic Nigerian satirical play from like the golden age of you know Nigerian theater, uh, the days of uh, Shoyinka and Femi Oshofisol and, and people like that. You know, a very, um, a very deft skewering of Nigerian tribalism and bureaucracy and uh government culture uh i think it handles it just incredibly well with a light touch and at the same time very much in depth and then the performances in of the people in the office of these unlikely strangers from various parts of the country who end up developing a kind of a kinship through their frustration with the red tape of nigerian government uh that was also very very uh well done Rita Dominic, I don't think she had ever been seen in a role like this before or since. You know, Rita Dominic is known for always playing um, a very elegant and sophisticated kind of character most of the time um, with her kind of uh, upper class accent. You know, seeing her play a role, a comic role that is so ethnic, is it's very different from her. And uh, she acquitted herself quite wonderfully as well. Um and then yeah, there's two there's two kind of narratives going on here at the same time. There's the there's the um, there's the there's the satire of bureaucracy going on in the office, and then on the other hand, you have this Nigerian take on Lost in Translation, which is going on uh, between uh, Fem, uh, uh, Mr. Makinde and uh, Edra. and uh, that was interesting too. I thought that uh, it was quite uh, interesting to see that kind of well you know i wanted to call it a platonic relationship but it ends up not being that i mean but for the for, for a lot of the movie it does feel like a platonic relationship which is quite refreshing because in nollywood there's often so much forced romance i mean you get that in hollywood too but in nollywood there's this idea that there's a man and a woman at some point down the line their genitals have to touch and 
the idea that you know you can just see a real friendship develop developing between between a man and a woman um, is quite refreshing, without any undue sexual tension, apart from the parts where it is there. And um, also, I think a few weeks ago, actually for a few weeks, and I I, I have complained about how in Nollywood movies there's not really we don't really get a show not tell in showing it, we don't really show, we don't really show the calculation we don't show the work in 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 terms of how um attraction between males and females works usually if there's a man or woman we just assume that they're romantically um involved and if they're kissing and touching each other that's what it is but we don't see that chemistry in the conversation in the way they relate to each other and that's something that you do see over here and it works so well with uh, Linda Ejofor who is such a a charming screen presence you know she has that wide-eyed gamin charm sort of like a like an Audrey Hepburn or uh, Anna Karina or something like that so I really enjoyed her on the screen and um the movie totally holds up, as I said, and it's uh, it's quite a great watch. And I definitely think that when you're compiling the list of uh, the greatest uh, Nollywood movies ever, this this definitely has to be on it. Oh, all right, okay, thanks, Jenna. Uh, more more high praise for the meeting, um, and uh, more praise for uh, the, the characters. All right, um, Oni, <laughs> it is your turn now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Onye, good morning. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so sorry, I just really enjoyed listening to Uchenna's, uh, uh what he liked about this movie. Um, but what I'm going to say about what I liked, uh, I have to say, I really like the performances. I'm just going to add to that. I know everybody is giving Rita Dominic her flowers. I'm just going to keep adding to that because she really, I think she was a big part of um, her delivery of lines that I think are very hard to deliver in a funny way. I think you have to sort of know what you're doing as an actor. Because uh, when she was like, excuse me, everybody, I'm selling recharge cards, like that that shouldn't have made me laugh with anybody else delivering it. But I just found myself bursting out laughing with a lot of her delivery. Um, I really like Femi Jacob in this movie. This movie introduced me to Femi Jacob when I first watched it, I think when it came out. And I I, I agree with what, um, I don't know who said it, but somebody said like, this This is sort of what puts Femi Jacobs on our minds. Um, I, I don't know what has happened to him today, but I really like this Femi Jacobs performance. And Linda, Linda was charming. She was everything she needed to be. She was just like, she was just sweet. And it, it, a lot of the performances in this movie, I'm realizing it's very easy for them to become awkward and cringeworthy. Like a lot of Rita Dominic li Dominic's lines and a lot of what Linda did, but I think her charisma is really what made it work. And one thing I'll say about the performances before I go to my next point is that you can tell that these actors were well directed um, because it's and a testament to that is what someone said about how you can tell the distinction. You're not even thinking about the distinction between who these actors are in real life and the performances that they are putting on. All you can see is the character that they have, or that they are the, the, the characters that they are portraying on screen. And I thought that was just that just made it very easy to 
go into the world of this movie. Um, I, I talk about the comedy. This movie is clearly a romantic comedy. <laughs> like they had a very, I found the, the right balance of romance and comedy. And I'm just going to talk about the romance for a minute. I, it may be because this movie was in 2012, but I find it refreshing to watch a romance movie where the meat cute, not, not the meat cute in its essence, but just the, the people who we are rooting for to quote-unquote fall in love, they are meeting and we know that they're going to fall in love. There is no pretense of like, oh, they hate each other or, oh, they are best friends, but soon she's going to find out that he's the love of her life. There's none of that nonsense. Just get straight to the point. Two people actually growing to like each other and falling for each other. And I thought the simplicity of that was what made the romance element of this work for me. Um, and then the conversations. I really like the writing of the conversations. They felt natural and I feel like they revealed in in just the right amount what we needed to know about these characters. Um, Femi Jacobs' conversations with his daughter, we could tell like the kind of father he was, the kind of old soul he was, kind of out of touch, but just he loves his daughter so much, he's willing to do whatever she asks. He's even willing to like, you know, at the end, towards the end, he's like, you know, at the end of the day, my priority is my daughter. And I think that was a really nice touch for his character. Um, what was I, what was I going to say? And I like how from the get-go, the the meet cute was introduced, um, and then we have a very clear understanding of what his character wants. He's established he's he's the clear protagonist in this movie. We know what he wants, we know what the stakes are, and we know who he loves eventually. We know that he, his daughter is very important to him, and and that sort of reveals like family is important, and his, you know his wife and who passed and everything like that the fact that he still wears his ring but very early on we get to understand the key pieces about his character and then i like how the threats of the antagonist is established you know he walks into this building and aki's character comes out somebody has been you know kicked out of this uh, of the office or, or wherever they were and we we know that this person is very important like so whoever did this has enough power we've established the antagonist power very early on and then he walks in and he knows that this woman <laughs> she she's calling it she's calling the authorities she's calling security this woman as funny looking as she is has the power to determine whether or not he sees this minister on time. And they did all of that very early on. It was bam, bam, bam. I love that. Um, I like that the tone was clear. Oh, sorry. Is my time up? Your time is up. Your time is oh, up. Okay, sorry. I just I really like this movie, so I can go on and on. <laughs> all right. Okay. No. Ah, I love, love coming for the meeting. Okay. All right. That's that's good. Um, uh, not a, Nolly, good fellow. Um, please can you tell us some of the things you enjoyed about the meeting. Okay, so uh, first thing first, uh, this movie does not have the nostalgic value for me that it has for many people on the panel. And uh, but yeah, so I'll I'll be talking of it from a strictly critical point of view. And uh, I did enjoy the movie. I remember tweeting to you and asking why you chose this movie while you were asking for rom coms. Because for some reason in my mind, the, the movie ends with, uh, you know, the movie ended at uh, Kende Bankole's uh, graduation. So I either did not see that last scene or I did not remember it. 
So while I watched it again, I, it was new to me, and that actually brought uh, you know that actually brought the 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 whole rom com or the romantic angle full circle. Well, even without that, I would say it was uh, it was pretty interesting. The you know like uh, what Uchena said about the the platonic relationship, which and that was what it was in my mind because I either did not see that last scene or did not remember it. So it was it was a nice platonic relationship. While the meat of the movie for me was more of the satire, and um, even though those things are very Nigerian, the the bureaucracy, the bribery, the nepotism, all of it is very relatable anywhere in in developing countries. Uh, you know, you come across that anywhere in in Africa or Asia. Uh, it's there in India, Indonesia, wherever. So I felt all of that was very relatable, uh, except for, of course, the <laughs> the people dancing into the office. Uh, maybe that is very Nigerian, but still, it was very enjoyable. Uh, so all in all, yeah, the uh, the film was very enjoyable. The the performances, everyone has spoken about it, so I won't waste any time on that. But uh, yeah, I have one very important question: <laughs> What is designer rice? I've never heard that. I've never heard about it anywhere else. So uh, yeah, that and uh, yeah. Before I leave, I just say uh, I just. Say best of luck to everyone. I hope uh, the Super Eagles lift the cup tonight. I'll also be watching it. Uh, so yeah, that's probably everything I had to say. All right, thanks, Nolikir. Um, yeah, it's always actually it's kind of nice getting an outsider's perspective, a non-Nigerian perspective, really, on um, some of this, especially for somebody who didn't watch uh watch the meeting at the time um yeah i i think i i, I can't remember if i responded to you too i might have missed it uh yes the, that's that's uh because it ended it ends in in romance really i guess but you're right yeah, exactly. it is mainly mainly platonic uh designer eyes all right i i could be wrong but my interpretation of designer eyes would probably be not long grain um uh, long grain is the standard rice for for us and um usually um, all right i don't i don't like this co-host i have at this point just giving him my anyway all right um but yes that's my general in the that's what i think um the designer would be um but yeah uh, let's 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 uh, move on to Oyinka. Oyinka, please um tell tell us the things you liked about the meeting uh, Oyinka, are you there I am here. Sorry, I have to open my my phone. You can't get rid of me. Oh. <laughs> so close. All right. Next time. <laughs> um, this movie is amazing. Like, uh, <clears throat> it just reminds me of what of what Nollywood was. Like this movie does not. This is let me say something. Right. This movie does not necessarily well be because of time. It's not like clear screen. You know, it's not. What I mean is like it doesn't have like the best technology, like for now period time all that stuff. But this movie is like one of the best made. Like this is what I've been trying to say. I don't need you to go. Um, am I gonna say this? <clears throat> I don't need you to do so many fancy camera techniques. I don't need that. Out of nowhere, 
because it, it that's more distracting. I don't need you to have the best, what's it called, CGI or whatever, whatever. I just need you to have a story and I need you to have the camera just follow your story and I need appropriate something for the appropriate story you're telling. I don't, I don't want to be distracted. And also the writing of this movie is amazing. Even like, even though it doesn't have like the best, like, was it called up to, maybe up to today's standards of like okay equipment and the way it does you know it's not 4k it's not 4k you know or like that but guess what director was directing the director made their actors look good like director up in their character like almost everything in the movie moved to the mood of the story even like when somebody brought up the first time where we're going to meet the antagonist, right? And they kicked out Mr. Uzu, right? We even see the way the actor, uh, Femi Jacobs, is just looking, looking at him, looking at what's going on before he even opens the door. That's like, that's a directing, that's a director's decision, right? Again, director is directing. And... Uh, and a lot of this gives more visual clue, gives visual clues. Now, with that said, let's also talk about the writing. The writing is very, 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 very smart, smart. And it's very, very definitely it's localized within within Nigeria. But it's also something that people people out of um, Nigeria can understand. And you kind of know that this movie is made for a Nigerian audience, first of all. And that is so good nowadays there's nothing so crazy out of it even the nostalgic references and nigerian nostalgic references within this movie all these things makes it stay like you know the different types of people yes there are people who are talking kind of like me there are people who are talking very ethnic ethnically and it's just it's just a wonderful movie it's just a wonderful movie it's funny Rita Dominic does give a performance. Everything I wanted to say, other people already said it. So, I but I just want to point to this one thing. It's kind of like you know how Hollywood actors, beautiful Hollywood actors, go and do like make themselves ugly to get the Oscars. Rita Dominic kind of does that, but at the same time, she actually like gives the acting into it that like makes you believe that this is who this person is, and. It's just, it's just a wonderful movie. It holds up. It's so much better than movies that are made now, that are made nowadays. And you would think that should not be, but it is. <sighs> but all the praises for this movie, it deserves it. I liked it. It was nice. I was laughing throughout everything, and it was just, yes. Well, there's some some technical issues, sure, but like. I like this movie. This movie is awesome. It was a good choice. I am glad that um, Let Us Do a Stranger might, might have not walked towards this movie, but this is a good movie to replace it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Zane. Um, uh, um, many comments coming through. I'm just uh, going to read some of them. Uh, it will giving us her likes. She says what she liked, uh, the performance. It felt relatable. Clara reminded me of secretaries in the Dean's office. The comedy was not cringe. 
love that concierge's face was all, uh, was also a stellar performance. The romance was not cringe. The character were not overdoing the assigned roles. The movie felt well cooked. They did not introduce a lot of elements that could be left unresolved. The makeup. <laughs> uh, and uh, Leahy says the meeting was way ahead of its time. Chemistry between the leads, and it has one of my favorite performances in which uh, Dominic and Clara. Uh, uh, Vanessa said, I forgot to say my good insect bear team was radiant in this and the bundles in her hair, gorgeous. Uh, Sharon said, uh, this is a correction from me, for me. Oh my God, how dare she? Uh, and she said, no, designer rice is actually from a popular local restaurant, I think around Surulere. Okay. Nobody cares about what you think. It's about me right now, I'm the host. All right, Rini says, the meeting is a clear representation of Don't Tell, Just Show. The lines were very natural and it flowed. The actors brought their A game, which Dominic's performance is unforgettable. The sound design too. I love how the, the director intentionally used music to also convey the story. All right, uh, Elizabeth, do you want to tell us some of the things you liked about uh, the meeting? Wow, I didn't know that it would be my turn so soon. Um, okay, so I've always wanted to talk about this film. I mean, for most, like, like most people, it's nostalgic for me. And it's also, for me, marked a period when I decided to give Nollywood a chance again. Because prior to watching the meeting, I actually had stopped watching Nigerian films. Like, I was, I was done. But then when it came out, I bought it twice. That's how much. And again, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe it's in my head. Maybe I can't remember what happened. Let me watch it again. So first, let me say that the story, the plot did a lot of, the writing did a lot of heavy lifting. I mean, it, it worked so well that location, actors, everybody brought in their A-game. But I have to say the story did a lot of heavy lifting. As actually mentioned, it's got the undertone of lost in translation in it. But I think at the heart of it is that it has that, like when you mentioned, it was made for the Nigerian audience. You're not confused about the, you're not confused about the, what's it called? The, the characterization. I think it was awesome. We knew who Adria's character is, being nosy, and Mr. M's space, even gave him name from the first, from the get-go, Mr. M. And I was like, who is this presumptuous young girl? But that's what makes this relationship between these two uh, to lead something to work with. I've, I don't see a lot of audit to the city type of Nigerian movies, but this is a very good audit to the city because it really does explore Abuja. Maybe not in the way you would want it to in all things, but, you know, them talking about Lagos, comparing Abuja, she took him to Millennium Park. I mean, it's, it's good to see how much Abuja has changed since then, because I'm watching a lot of the... I'm like, wow, this was Abuja all the time. But, yes, in order to the city kind of story works, because it allows our two leads to fall in love. And I'm hearing that, I'm hearing platonic, but yeah, but maybe this is what rom-com should be, or rather this is what romance should be, because you're not jaded, you're not confused. But seeing two people fall in love, in quotes, in, within five days, right, they have only five days to know that they like each other. So we know that we're going to, and these are people with a very large 
age gap, right? And you're wondering what exactly, what, what, what really 45 years old have in common with a 25 years old? Like, let's be serious. But then we see this journey. So it's in her taking him out. Oh, you're bored. Let's talk about things. And they're talking. And then when it happened, you're not mad at it, right? When they hugged, when they kissed, you're not, you're not mad. You're not angry at it. And I think this is how, personally for me, I really like this sort of romance where it is slow born. Because it allows me to get to know these two leads and see why in the first place they would like each other. Like, like people say, it's not, it's, not, it's not mad cringy, which is great. And then um, juxtaposing all of this, because while this romance was happening, the madness of the Nigerian office was also happening. And then we're seeing the shenanigans, the shenanigans, Lynn, uh, Clara, Clara and, you know, Clara, in, almighty Clara was was going on in another place so you're, you're juxtaposing this it goes it is it goes through madness during the day and then you're hoping that you find small records with Ejira at night you're like well and after all of this madness he and Ejira will go out and i think uh everybody has talked about um clara's character for that time it just occurred to me that for that time these are our two leads they were not really popular faces they were they were only in tinsel I knew from Jacobs from Tinsel. I knew Linda Jofo from Linda's character, rather, from um, Linda herself from, from Tinsel. So for the time this movie came out, they were just TV stars. I, I wouldn't use the word star, per se, because they were not exactly the star of the TV either. They were just, like, supporting characters. And for that time, you see that um, that means the, the, the producers had to supplement with Rita Dominic, Inset's character, Kate Henshaw, just put them at the back and just this is me just saying another thing. But at the heart of it is the story did a lot of heavy lifting. A lot of setting up was done. So many things was was set up. So you're not confused. Our major conflict was the daughter's was the daughter he had to be at his daughter's graduation. We've we've known about this from the first scene. I really like that a lot. Now it shouldn't sound novel. But if you've watched Nigerian films, we've been watching Nigerian films, let's be serious. It sounds novel because we, it seems like something as simple as this should be easy. But Nigerians still wake up and we've been, we've been having conflicts arising at one hour mark of a film. And it's really annoying, right? We've seen new characters, new conflicts. Sorry to say, I, I don't want to mention names. But you see how romance and the nigerian politics government thing was happening at the back background you know scene after scene and we're not lost we're not confused it's just like half of the films from a particular studio of like whatever films they made last year it just seems like a difficult task for most of our films and it's just refreshing to watch the meeting again I love that it's slow burn. I really love slow burn romance. So it was right up my alley. I think the script writer was doing a great job. I don't know if Tune Babalola has been able to do <clears throat> magic like he has done. He has some of his scripts are okay. I will use the word okay. It seems like it's still the best from around, but the meeting was a really lovely uh, film. I like the dialogue. I like the dialogue a lot. Ejura's age was showing. A lot of times, like when she says some things, you're reminded she's 25 and he's 45. But I like that it treated her like equals, right? And it's not like amused 
sometimes he feels amused but but at the same time he's not you know i think everybody's character was great i liked um Adrian's boyfriend was that his name jolomi i thought jolomi's character was amazing and look at how the old superstition thing worked in our favor again this is testament to great writing putting these things together and letting it work how it should work it's amazing but that is for me thank you guys and then music worked too bye <laughs> no thanks Elizabeth. yeah all right everybody's just uh well also my goods are gone but Thanks, uh, Elizabeth. Uh, really emphasizing on some of these things that that uh, that made this work in in the plot and uh, giving attention to to every bit of the writing. The the curse thing, um, yeah, uh, having a payoff like that was it's just not something we often see today. Something as small, but as like also feels like yeah, you now you can see somebody who could take that to 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 be very serious and um yeah having that payoff later I, I did enjoy that all right um is is wayne available yes sir. um just in advance in case i know like you start hearing noise because i right. was literally at a concert but i had to leave mm -hmm. i can't miss this okay um so the things i liked uh, first of all um i don't know i've not seen mildred in this space and i don't know if she's afraid that we're going to like here are flowers. And I think for NFC species, the only person that has the right to cook any film to their to any extent is Mildred because she has shown us how film should be done. Um I really like the, the script because the script is well written. Uh, it's it's like so when you're studying and learning about a script is we're studying and learning about how a script is, um like we three-act structure, and we learn about how like, you introduce the conflict, we learn about how you introduce the protagonist, and the, like all of these things. And it's like this film is a script that you can take out, that you can take and dissect and, you know, use to teach people how to write a script. It's like... Anyways, um, I don't want to like beat too much because I have a long... Another thing is, so there's this song in it, and the ending someone is written and performed by my pastor, um, when he was still, um, still an artist. So I really, really like it. Sorry for all the noise. Um, the acting, um, actor stop much, um, Rita Dominic was really superb in this. Linda Ejofo was amazing. There's this babe that she used, she was used, I don't know her name, but she was, she used to be in Fujias of Commotion. Um, she was also really good in this. I, I think the acting, I think I've been speaking about acting, but like the acting in this film is really good that it transcends to every person that's in it. Even the dry cleaner, like he's he tells he's, he's a very good part of the story everybody in this um thing really does well another thing is that it's commentary but it's not preachy i know we say this a lot when we see a lot of films and it's like they want to give social commentary but it's like they are preaching this one does a lot of social commentary on so many different issues but it's not preaching it's just like telling it as it is it is funny um i'm just trying to go through my it's funny, but it's not funny in like the way AY does comedy, where like, um, and I know we say we should not name drop, but I just have to use AY, where like you just like get comedians to come and act out a role and just hope that these guys are comedians, they can be funny on stage and then you call, I'll be on screen and then you call it a comedy. It's funny because the, the whoever wrote this script 
wrote funny characters that had funny lines. Um, and the director or whoever directed it to be funny, and the, it's like it's funny as a wholesome um, element. It's not funny as like oh, just that person is constantly cracking. Um, okay, I, okay. This is the last one I'll say. So many times we see ensembles in films, and I don't like ensembles. And I think we've all always been complaining about. 20, 24, 23 recent times where somebody will want to shoot a film and they will just get like 15 or 10 famous people and put them in the film and they think that that is what it means to make a good film. And this film is basically kind of that. There are so many big stars. But I think this is one of the places in Nollywood where like, it's not an ensemble cast per se, but that where that has so many big stars and big cast, like there's Chine Duke, there are so many other people in this film, but it's like everybody just adds to this story it's like there's one story, they stick to that story, the tangent of the go of the, but they, they keep that story. The, the interactions feel natural. We know this, like I think someone said, we know the stakes from the beginning. And it's how like you, you, you go into the film and you see the, I mean, you can see the bar. It's like maybe one, it's, the basic guy is like, okay, I'm not going to go there and I'll be in Lagos the next day. And I, I think it's, it's one of the reasons why it really hits is it's every Nigerian can relate to this where, you have like this major plan and like your life is going to be easy. I'll finish school, I'll do my NYC, I'll get a job, I'll get married, I'll get two kids and a dog. Like you have this plan and then Nigeria hits you and it completely changes your life. And it's like how this guy had this straightforward plan and Nigeria hits him. And it's just, I really want Midra to get her flowers because this was really, really well done. All right. No, thanks, Wayne. Um, uh, wow, uh, much more... Much more to come. Rosemary, have you uh have you have you spoken? I might have missed you if you have not spoken. You know, I see what you are doing, Mr. C. You're very well done. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I just I thought you as having, you know, like because you're one of the special people, I said let me save the special people for last. But go on, go on. Anyhow, you are doing your clower moment. This is you doing your clower, no problem. Um, I, I, the meeting was nice. I saw this when it came out in the cinema. It's actually 12 years now. I'm actually surprised. Like just 12 years. Um, everybody has already said, I don't think there's anything I can really add. Everybody has said almost everything I wanted to say. It's just like from the very beginning, you, you have your main, your main character. He has a goal to get this meeting with this minister. Um, he has an obstacle in um, this thing with Dominic. Um, he unwittingly falls in love with this NYC uh, NYC girl Linda uh, Linda Jeffo, and his take is that he has to try and get, get the contract because it's so critical to his company, and he has to me, uh, meet up with his daughter's graduation. So it's it's there's a way like I, I know we're not taking shots, but sometimes when I look at some things like this, I'm like it's not it's not rocket science, but it seems like it's rocket science. So. Big up for the, um, the screenplay done by Tunde Babalola. Big up to the directing for Mildred. I I love the casting in this. Everybody everybody has said everything I want to say about uh, Rita, uh, Rita's performance. I think um, I don't think I've seen a better Femi Jacobs. Maybe somebody can remember, but I can't think of a better role he has done. Also, Linda Joffo. I it's Linda Joffo has that has that likable, lovable character, and it's. It's, it's it's she's not naive, but she's just she's just like you know she's open. I don't I don't I don't call it innocence. She's she's she she knows what's up, but she's like she's just like open and she has a, a very good 
they're like a goodwill about her. So even like when she first meets Femi and she's pushing him, oh, what's that? Um, why are you here? She's first time with questions. Femi's a little bit like, you know, on the defensive, like, why is the girl that I don't give a lift ask me so many questions? But he softens up and opens up to her. So it kind of builds. So that's why it was very good, like how naturally their relationship kind of evolved. And it happened, like, you know, it was a circumstance that made it happen because Femi was not meant to be there. He was meant to drop out of them, be gone. Then, lo and behold, he stays longer than uh, longer than he expected to stay. And because their relationship just keeps evolving from there. I think that, like, um, like uh, I think that there's also a shout-out for all these supporting characters. I think, um, I don't think anybody has said anything about Chika Chuku. I, I, I think I was, everybody with, that was sitting down within, like, the hallway from Ketensha to Basaj, um to chica chuku then uh it's um at him playing um the minister's um side chick and everything everybody supporting even jolomi the the lousy boyfriend that was that was also nice i almost couldn't believe that when i saw candy bank i do remember that she was in this then i was like whoa candy bank and i'm like how old was candy bank and i'm like i tried to look for femi jacob's age and I I, all I just get is his birth date. I don't have his date of uh, a year of birth. So I kind of like, okay, how, what was the age difference? Also, GD Kosoko always like his character, like putting the pressure on Femi Jacobs that, oh, look, you have to get this thing, being the boss that like, you have to get this contract by all means. And I'm like, okay, this was, it was nice to watch specifically also for the Nigerianisms. I think that this is one of those things that people feel like you cannot write a good script that follows all the, the, the conventions of a script without adding like a Hollywood convention, whereas like our Nigerianisms worked. Rita's, Rita's whole, her, all her, her characterizations, all her behaviors were like, it worked. All the different tribes got represented, each of them coming when she was playing her psycho fancy civil servants, when each tribe would come in and she would, she would dance to the tune of the tribe of the person that comes in. That was, it, it, we can make stories within our Nigerianisms and we'll still make a great story. It does, it does not mean that the two have to be separate. So it was nice. So I think I'm done. I don't, I don't think I want, I'll be around for the bad section because I can't pick out anything that is wrong. Uh, I can, that I have a, a fault with this movie. I think it's almost, it's as close as perfect as you can get to a Nollywood story. Then um, even just one more thing, the cinematography, because I have to check on who was the cinematograph cinematographer. The cinematography for that time was actually, it's a lot more decent than a lot of things I even watch now. And I mean, when I'm, it was not crazy, but it was, the coverage was right. The cutaways of Lagos, the cutaways of Abuja, the coverage of the rooms, whether they were in the office or it was in the hotel, at the hotel, everything was decent. So, and the costuming, everything was on point. So yeah, up super eagles. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for to me all right let me just read a couple more messages that have, that have come in and then uh i think mrs c you're going to read Cynthia's um one yeah, and Aranda here all right okay all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with gay all right gay says it, it was a fabulous film for me almost everything worked pretty well great acting i love that it was a classic romantic dramedy but still aptly highlighted real big issues I remember feeling a little claustrophobic in the waiting room slash foyer, and I constantly felt uh, it, it, uh, it's a set. Um, <clears throat> and then we have, uh, uh, 
Uh, and he says also, I love the first conversation between Femi and Linda's characters, written so well and played off so naturally. It's so hard to execute things like that without some element of cringe. So I think that as a result of the directing being very focused and intentional. All right. Um, so, Mr. C, the people who have sent in. Okay. Uh, so for Cynthia's good. Uh, I have the title, The Meeting Works Perfectly. It fits the movie because it could have been the meeting with the Jira or the meeting with the minister. A meeting shall move the plot. Uh, it was fun and entertaining. I love the graduation scene the most. I love the graduation scene the most because it brought nostalgia. This is Femi Jacobs' best work. Well, he acted like a middle-aged man, Mr. M. I could say the same for Linda. Happy Jude Kosoko was in a few scenes. Rita Dominic as Clara was the backbone of the movie, owned her role and was hilarious. She's the secretary of a parastatal you hope to never encounter. You could tell they had good camera work. 360 camera movement when Mr. M first arrived the office, the montages, the laundromat and airports, etc. Finally, the dialogue felt very Nigerian. No, it's not because they spoke different Nigerian languages, but it was how they spoke their English. Some scenes they had Nigerian sarcasm, some they were poetic with their English sentences. There was a scene where Ejira told Mr. M, you will make it rain. He replied, rainmaker. That's Nigerian poetic way of using English. We no longer get all that in, get all these in New Nollywood. <laughs> it's always we gonna gonna. <laughs> And from Lohi, she says, um, the, <coughs> sorry, nobody has said the production design. Um, the production design was actually really great, especially for its time from the construction site to the government office. In fact, even the party scene is better than what we see today. It also has my favorite Rita Dominic performance of all time, launched the careers of Femi Jacobs and Linda Ejiofor. The graduation looked like an actual graduation. It seems like an easy thing, but I've seen protests and other crowd scenes in Nollywood and they aren't always great. That is true. Uh, shall I do my goods? Yeah, let's see what are uh, the things you liked about the meeting. All right, let me go back and plagiarize everybody. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I I don't have the same nostalgia for the meeting that others do because I didn't see it at the time. I only saw the meeting recently. Um, so even with that, going with that, I did really enjoy the meeting. I think everyone has mentioned Clara. Rita Dominic killed it as Clara. It felt so real. It felt grounded. And this is something we've complained about a lot when we see, um, when our films don't feel nigerian right when we feel like somebody has picked up a thing from a hollywood film and put it in but has forgotten to you know localize it but this felt nigerian um the office felt nigerian the whole hoopla of trying to meet a big man very nigerian um the all the NYC, you know, her doing NYC, them meeting in that way, the graduation scene with the parents standing by the sides. You get what I mean? It's not Hollywood graduation where everyone is seated nicely and everything is all nice and organized in a nice big hall. No, this is Unilag, right? It's, it's not going to look like that. So I really enjoyed that. I thought that was nice and grounded. Um, I have to say one thing that I really enjoyed because it's an age gap relationship, right? And I was thinking back to the more recent age gap relationship we've seen. I think, I don't know, did we do fine wine last year or around any Valentine's period? I can't remember, but we did fine wine. And this, I, I like that in this story, he had nothing to offer her, right? He wasn't offering her anything except 
you know, the companionship, the romance. He's not a broke guy, right? He's not, he's doing all right. But I like that he wasn't in a position to help her career-wise or improve. Does that make any sense? Yes, yes, exactly. Because that was the thing with Fine Wine was, oh, he helped out with the job and he did this and he was chasing, you get what I mean? And she was giving him attitude and, you know, and it's like, we didn't have that. And I think that's what helped with, you know, some of the innocence of this romance, right? And that's that's what it is. It's having some innocence in a romance. We don't have a lot of that anymore. And an innocence in a romance with an age gap, it's, you have to be really careful to make it work. And I appreciate that this film was careful enough to make it work. It, it wasn't sleazy. You're not raising eyebrows. There's nothing questionable. You're like, oh, is this a bit blurry? No, it was, it was just what it was. And I really appreciated that. Um, and honestly, it was a lot of fun. I I just really thought it was fun. I thought Linda's character was a fun character. I thought I could see why you get an older guy with all this, you know, whatever responsibilities he has and all that would be, you know, taken by someone so, you know, fun. And she has a joie de vivre and you know, it's just nice. And I'm like, I really enjoyed it, to be honest. This was, this was a fun one for me. It was actually a rom-com. I don't know if someone mentioned this. We don't really have rom-coms anymore either. We'll have romance or we'll have comedy. We don't have the two in what romance in quotes, right? But we don't have the, we don't really have the two put together anymore. So yeah, I did really appreciate this. I enjoyed the movie. Okay, all right. Um, all right, I'm going to try and find things to say that have not already been said. <laughs> um, uh, I like the, the idea that like, I like that they build a set in 2012. Um, uh, and I like that, I know, like, uh, Rotimi has spoken about uh, the cinematography, but for 2012, uh, this was not a thing that was actually very common, especially because of the kind of scene um, movie it is. It could have also, I think I said this about dinner as well, where it could have easily been one of those Roman Palo feels um, with the way they shot it, but um, uh, for whatever reason, uh, you know, they they thought to be a bit more ambitious with the way they shot it, which I appreciated. People have talked about the script and the story, and they're just aspects of the dialogue. I just think are exactly um, right. The, the story is so simple; it sets up uh, it it sets up its all its all the acts really well and very clearly. It's not complicated at all. Um, it, in in a the only reason why like this isn't just wouldn't have been you you should be able to predict all the arcs in like the first i don't know first 20 minutes of this and i and i don't mean this uh, in a in a it's uh it's bad way predicting but like it's set up very clearly and given the genre you're watching you know things should technically play out like this how they play out you're not really sure and all of that but yeah um i i do like that i thought it found also ways to bring a bit more uh some unique characters i do like the social commentary going in in there as well it's this film's also really progressive for its time uh um, we spoke about <laughs> dinner and I, I was given dinner a bit too much props <laughs> haven't seen this now and this was four years uh four years before uh, I think um, because you know there were aspects we we're t talking about like um, sort of the misogyny in the air um, uh, from from the previous film, but this film this film has um, a, 
our lead who has been fornicating, but it doesn't penalize her for it. You know, like she's, she decides to stop having sex, but and like, and when she say having sex, she's say she's not doing it for religious reasons, or she's not doing it for she's just doing it because that's a decision she decided she wanted to make. Um, again, I just it's a, I, I don't know whether by twenty twelve, like I must have missed this because <laughs> I must have missed. I, I yeah, for twenty twelve, this is super progressive. Like you're not gonna find anything from nigeria doing some of the things even um even even inse who is playing this runs babe like is giving a bit more to chew on in her in her latter scenes and just not be um just the the uh uh 2d character she could have been like it's actually kind of amazing that they they did things like that. I, I was just so surprised by so many decisions that were well thought out. My favorite scene, I think, has to be um, um, the club scene where uh, where when Linda takes Femi. I, I like <laughs> Femi's character. Uh, Linda, all these I'm talking about the characters, obviously. But when they are both there, and uh, Femi is a bit like he's number one noticing how. The youngins are dancing these days. Like they are basically having sex on the dance floor. This is crazy. <laughs> um, and then the way he starts to dance, I like the way I I like that they gave him a dance. Uh, he actually this uh, two fingers uh, pointing, one thing uh, fingers in the air kind of dance. I actually I liked that. Um, uh, also, right up to the scene outside where he gets punched in the face by. Um, her her ex. I, that's close to one of my favorite scenes in Nollywood. I think it's up there. Um, also, by the way, another choice that it makes: they're shouting in the club. It's like it's one of the things that I love, new, especially the cinematic, uh, new cinematic Nollywood movies. I, um, Living in Bondage, a film that I really enjoy. Uh, has a club scene and they're just speaking to each other like you know of course because we will add the sound in post kind of thing but this film is it's not even a thing just nollywood does i think hollywood does it sometimes as well where there's a club scene and people are just talking to each other like uh you know whatever like we're, we're just in the house because you know we can we can reduce the sound of uh, the club music in the background but this one no they're shouting because the music uh the music that they, they decided that they were going to have that as a it's just, there's just so many little things like this that um this film decides to put in there that it didn't have to and well it should, it should do but a lot of its counterparts just they don't do it um and then the one thing i'd say again is that um a lot of the uh stars in this i do like what Jenna said about uh, I think it might have been interesting. I can't remember who said um, about, and oh, no, I think it was Elizabeth, Elizabeth actually, who talked about um, padding the film with with uh, bigger stars because the the leads weren't as big as as everyone else. And I have to say, it is probably the best use of um, Aki in a cinematic Nollywood film, like you know, Nigeria, not the uh, Aki and Papa that they used to, but like every time I see. They put either Aki or Popo in new cinema films. They did something super cringe and not out of their wheelhouse. And they're like, why are you doing this? But like in this, um, 
him and a lot of the other cameos just i think they do well so the cast in this is just really well done uh is there anything else i have forgotten I, if there isn't uh, i think i think there was just one thing i want to point out with some of the dialects i liked a lot of the conversations going on with um, um with uh um with uh femian and uh his daughter um kendi at the time there's one time where she's like she, she calls and she's like i need i need Address it's like wait, hi! I thought we already got a dress. And, you know, it's like no, oh, that's the one I'm going to wear before the event, and then it's going to wear after the event. That kind of thing. It's it's also very. Is that <laughs> I think I um yes I I I when I was dating in uni time, yes, my babe at the time did that. She did. Uh, she had pre-post <laughs> uni dresses, so like it's actually interesting to hear that kind of things in films. But it's just something, just all of these texture, all of these details that we lack in our films that that make this the rich and the things that everybody now celebrates. So yes, all right, that's the good. All right, that's a that's an hour on the good. That's a all right. Let's turn to the things that we don't like and see if. This is quick. All right, Chimweke. All right, I, I don't know whether you're going to say anything given how much you love it, but, but we start with you again, Chimweke. Um, oh. Yeah, um, I'm with um, Timmy that said, um, he, honestly, I wasn't even, sh- I, the only reason I'm around for this part is because I want to tear into anybody that would say nonsense. Like, that's really why I'm here. I I mean, sure, there's like uh, a couple of technical, uh, like a big, a big, a big. Like the movie did enough to you, you can overlook an, uh, anything, any shortcomings. Like it's as close as perfection as is possible with Nollywood. That's uh, so. Yeah, that's it. Uh, please be careful what you're saying in this segment. Like I will fight. I will. I will you need to if you you need to drop your address and I'll come and meet you and we'll fight like a physical fight. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So the first bad is a threat on uh, other people's lives. Uh, I will have you know that I. I will have bads to say. Uh, you can come and cook me. I'm waiting for you. Uh, nobody is above my cooking. All right. <laughs> Vanessa. Um, sorry, I've been trying to find the shirt that I'm supposed to wear so I can go and watch AFCON final and I completely forgot what my bads were. Um, <laughs> I didn't write them down. I will say, love Clara. Love um, the, the display of Nigerian bureaucracy and all of that. This is coming from a lover girl point of view. I would have much rather more love. I <laughs> I just want to see people fall in love. And I would have just more rather. Because sometimes it felt like Clara was the foreground of this versus the and maybe that was what it was meant to be. Who am I? What am I saying? I don't know. Um, but yeah, technical issues, I'm not the one for it. So I'm just going to go and look for my shit because I need to find that shit. Okay. All right. Second bad, somebody's looking for more love and looking for shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> this one I see Raj Bunch today. Uchenna, I trust you. All right. Tell us some of the things. Yeah. Um, I, I had some small issues with the third act. Um, for one thing, you know, I talked earlier about how I thought it was such a magnificent satire of Nigerian bureaucracy. And one of the things that made that so effective is that you have these strangers sitting in this outer room, cramped together, waiting for this powerful minister who is supposed to make their dreams come true. And we never see him. 
You know, he's just out of reach. And there was something about that that was very powerful. Finally seeing him was a bit of an uh, anticlimax for me. And he just didn't look like, uh, you know, <laughs> the sort of person that, you know, we imagine him to be. And also, I feel it lets down the satire that when we finally meet him, he appears to be a kind and reasonable man. Like, the idea is that all the problem is with just the um, the the app- apparatus of the bureaucracy, while the leaders themselves are supposedly good people who are just being um, stalled by this red tape. Uh, I feel that sort of lets down the... Um, it sort of lets down the, the 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 satirical point being made. So I wasn't all that pleased with that. Also, um, to carry on with what Nolly Goodfellow said, he said that he thought the movie ended with the graduation. I, I didn't realize that he meant that for him that he literally did not see anything after the graduation. I thought he meant that it should have ended there. I feel the same because I um, while I do think that you know the point where Makinde comes back and we have the beautiful kissing and romance at the end. I do think it's effective, but for me, I just didn't like it as much. I I felt that this worked better on a platonic level. I liked the idea of this movie being about two people from different worlds finding some sort of human connection in in, in this strange city that seems to dehumanize people. And, uh, you know, just the idea of them having that sort of connection that wasn't really uh, burdened with the ideas of romance. I felt that, I just felt that worked better for me. I can't tell the filmmaker what they should have done or what I would have done if I was in their place, but I liked the story when it was on that level. The romance stuff felt a little forced to me. I just didn't, I mean, I felt it, I I think they played it out naturally enough, but for me, it still felt a little bit forced in, and I would have, I could have done without it, because I just didn't really see romantic chemistry between them. I feel there's a, there's a chemistry between um, the Jofo, but it's not romantic chemistry to me. I don't, I just didn't get that really. Um, Femi Jacobs, I, I tend to struggle with him as a performer because on one hand, I do like him, in the sense that he's a very likable performer. I mean, I've I've talked before about how most Nollywood actors really have an assholeish kind of persona, but he's very likable. But his his line readings tend to be very stagey to me, and they were very much that here. Um, both he and Linda, this was their first major movie, if I recall. So I mean, they were both very early in their careers. But I felt that their, the line readings for both of them were very were often kind of stiff although Linda makes up for it with her immense charm. So I, I, I don't know how I felt about their performances together. I don't know. They were watchable. They were watchable, but I don't know. The performance in itself, I wasn't altogether with it. Um, oh, yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of Femi Jacobs, I would say, I think it was Rotimio Astabai's age. Well, unless this is, is this was his football age, I, re- I believe Femi Jacobs was around 37 or 38 when this movie came out. He's one of those guys who looks older than he actually is. So um, I guess that's uh, that's about all I have to say there. All right. No, uh, thanks, uh, Chena. Um, Chena looking for less romance, but also looking for more romance. That's interesting, isn't it? All right. Um, uh, <clears throat> next is only only you actually next. <laughs> Wait, is only. Oh no, I can't hear her. Sorry, Nothing? I'm here. <laughs> All right. okay. I was Hi. I was doing something. Um, 
Yes, I think, uh, on, I don't know if this is a bad, but I might take the less romance side. I kind of, I was fine with the romance, um, but, sorry, I'm breathing. I just had to run, run somewhere to take this. Um, I was fine with the romance, but I felt like it would have been okay or perfectly fine if they had established a platonic relationship, like a friendship, like part of his growth, I guess, through that experience could have been through learning something from her and maybe, you know, the other way around as well. I was fine with the romance, but I felt like this movie did not need to be a romance. And um, in the same sense, there were some things that, just some decisions that didn't really feel natural. It, it kind of felt, I don't want to say forced, because on a whole, everything sort of flowed well. But there were some micro moments, for example, why couldn't he buy an outfit? Like, I, I didn't understand why he couldn't buy something to wear. Why was this man, quote unquote, naked under a robe? And Linda's character, who has established herself to be someone who has some sense of physical boundaries, is comfortable sitting in a hotel room and eating dinner on his bed while he's right there just wearing a robe. I think there were just some small things um, that didn't make sense. Also, I was curious about why she wanted to... Because I think she kind of instigates their... Um, their conversations in the beginning. Um, I wish they had shown more about her, why she was that curious about him. Like, why did she go out of her way to call him? You know, like she kind of initiated a lot of their interactions in the beginning. And I didn't quite understand why. I don't think the argument of she just liked someone that was mature because she's done with these boys was enough for me. I think I needed more than that. And I think a lot of it may have had to do with, I don't know if this needed to change. This was just how I saw the movie. Like we saw her from his perspective, like a lot of her character was from him. There were very few moments where we were looking at her just, you know, outside of her interactions with him. So I, I guess I, I could have used a little bit more understanding so a, little, a little bit more dimension with her character to understand why she was so drawn to him. I, I mean, her charm won me over. I could see why anyone would be drawn to her. But the other way around, I guess I didn't really, I, it didn't really click for me personally. Then um, I'm trying to think of like the other thing that I didn't like. Oh, yes. The second act of this movie kind of dragged for me. I think, I don't know if if this is a cause and effect thing, but the second act dragged and then the third, the, the ending felt rushed. And I don't know if it, if it was because they chose to spend so much time adding dimension to this whole, I, I don't even know if it added dimension. It, it just felt a little repetitive at some points, like with the Clara scenes with, you know, the, the appointments getting pushed back for one reason or the other. I felt like there was a lot of uh, space that was wasted that could have been used for something better. Um, and also with regards to the last scene, I, I don't think this is a bad, but this is a like, hmm, maybe I would have preferred. It, I don't know if he needed to get everything in the end. I don't think it was as satisfying um, that he got the meeting with the minister, his job is saved, and he gets to meet... Uh, get to attend his daughter's graduation, everything works fine. I felt like with the way the movie was going, 
um, maybe his arc would have been more satisfying if he had lost one thing, but because he prioritized going for his daughter's graduation, um, maybe he learned something through that process. <laughs> Lol. Maybe he learned something through that process um, that made him realize what he truly values, especially at his age, right? Because he was talking about how, oh, time is up how he's sort of getting to that age where, you know, he he's trying to explore more with his life. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like the, the end wasn't as satisfying for me. I just pref would have preferred if it took another direction, but that's more of preference than it being a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. No, thanks. Uh, thanks, Annie. Um, uh, good cooking. Don't mind all these amateurs with the, uh, I'm looking for my shits. All right. Uh, <laughs> Roti, me, do you want to um, do you want to say some of the things you did not like, Asma? Uh, I don't know if I. I, I think part parts of the people I already mentioned. I just felt like it's almost the, okay. So let me put like this. Let me put it more like observations, because I, I watched um, La Femme Angela. I think it's also Mildred. So I don't know. There seems to be this dynamic of older lover with younger, your old lover. Of a, um, like um, this age dynamic thing where that is an older person that is having a relationship with the younger person like it, it kind of plays out repeating then i feel like it almost has there's you know when people have tendencies I, somebody said about this thing dragging dragging uh, dragging for a bit i feel like the whole instances of coming to the office um somebody um, the um the meeting and that kept getting pushed back like it got like we i think it stayed a little bit too long just a little we repeated it we got the points this one messes around with his uh, messing around with the schedule and everything so maybe a little bit stretched stretched a little bit too much maybe maybe like you could lose maybe 10 20 minutes out of that along the way um i just there's i feel like linda and um, femi I, I don't know, maybe like it was fun at the beginning, but I don't know, I, I just got she was a little bit pushy. Like it was also kind of like when she was trying to like, oh, I, I want your card, she calls him. I was like, okay, this is kind of like, when I was watching it, I was like, is this girl trying to get close to this guy? Then it goes weird again, just gets funny again. When he calls her, oh, I'm just bored. I'm in my hotel room. I don't have any clothes. Me, I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, ah. she's like, okay, wait what's happening here you're calling me in your hotel room you can't really see how that sounds like it looks to be funny a guy a middle-aged man out of town away from home in a hotel in abuja he meets one young girl i'm like okay where's this going but now i'm making okay we're just platonic we're just talking i'm like okay but it's observation i really don't have any problems with it i think it's a very nice movie i think i think if i'm going to make a commentary it's probably about more recent hollywood movies that like the things that the nigerianisms the clarity in the script why is that why don't we have that now we don't have nigerianisms we don't have clarity in our stories what we are after and everything and just uh, and the use of our characters even if we're using ensembles all the different people stars that we were spread across they have specific roles that they were doing that still just have moved the story along they were not just there just for to fill it up they moved the story along so that's just for me yeah up supply goes up supply goods. <laughs> all right thanks for writing me all right okay um <clears throat> not a good fellow um do you want to tell us some of the things that didn't sit well with you 
Okay, uh, so well, uh, all right. First thing first, uh, I felt there was a slight uh, thing with the arithmetics. I mean, I won't say there were things that I did not like. There were things that I felt were flawed. Uh, one was, of course, the maths. I mean, he had a flight to catch at one, and he wanted to meet the minister by eleven and leave by twelve. I felt uh, okay. That was a bit too rushed, or that wasn't well thought through. Uh, same with the age gap, like he was like 45 and uh, his younger daughter was graduating. He had an elder daughter who was settled. So maybe even there, I wasn't really convinced about that. But that's just me nitpick, nitpicking. Uh, well, besides that, uh, I guess the main points have been spoken about by Uchena, of course, uh, uh, which was about uh, you know, which was again the, the point that I mentioned at the starting, which was uh, that if it had ended at the graduation, it would have been better uh, for me personally as well. I wouldn't take that as a sweeping statement because uh, that would have made it more of a bittersweet and it would have uh, amped up the realism. Well, as of now, the way the film is, uh, it, it ends on a sweet, sweet note as opposed to a bittersweet note. Uh, and maybe if I was making the film, I would have still gone ahead with what the makers, you know, the decision that the makers had. So, uh, you know, I, what I'm saying is a very personal thing and I can't take that on, uh, you know, on a general level. Uh, the second thing that Rotimi said was about the, uh, you know, uh, uh, about uh, Linda being slightly pushy. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, in my personal experience, I've, I've never had that, so I don't know if if, if that's me being jealous or <laughs> if uh, if that is a flaw. Uh, so yeah, that, those are the main points that I had to say. I guess that's it. All right, thanks, my good fellow. Inga, tell us some of the things that didn't sit well with you. Um, there's something I forgot to say. This movie is like lost in transition without the navel gazy and the depression. So it's nice. Um, what uh, the bad i very much agreed with um what uh Uchina said about like um what is it called the satire i saw how at the end oh yeah the guy did not look didn't the guy did not look like what i expected but that's what i expected whatever it's cool that's not like a ding on the movie the ding on the movie comes on like oh the minister is a nice person it's kind of made to be a nice person. And the person who's or something is Kalara. Um, I was I just found that a little bit strange. Sure, okay, whatever. Clara is not exactly. She's not the minister. Okay, Clara is not the most powerful person. She can She might control whether you meet that person or not. But she's not. <laughs> she doesn't have power. Clara is empowered. The minister is power has power. Um, which. Empowerment is power, just but okay. Um, the other thing is editing issues, right? There was there were scenes where there was like a very visible sort of jump cutty, and I don't think it was meant to be a jump cut. I think they cut, they just it was it just looked very, it was very visible that it was very stitched together. But it was 2012. It it didn't happen all the time. It happened like once or twice. Um, there was some also some sound issues, um, specifically in the scene where um, the runs, I don't know, 
Insee Isem FM meets the ex-boyfriend of Linda, Yolomi, where they're going to go, where she's going to go on the something. I don't know whether they're meant to talk in there. I guess that was a stylistic talk to have it be silent. They just give each other a look and then she wears something and at the end you hear that, but I, I'm not sure. But there was some sort of sound issues. It wasn't, it wasn't that much. It wasn't that bad. It was okay. Um, I do think that it might, it, it, there is something about it that could have ended, not necessarily uh, at the daughter's wedding and have a bittersweet, realistic something to it. But this is not what the movie is. The movie is, like I said, <laughs> lost in translation without ridiculous, like, why are you depressed? <laughs> like, you didn't say that to people. Like, it, it's like, without the very, very mopey, the world is horrible, woe is me. Um, Naval Gazy, but then again, there are two different directors. <laughs> so one is more Naval Gazy, the other is more realistic. But this movie is not realistic as much. It's meant to, and I kind of like the fact that it kind of ends happy. But yes, Woody, I've given it a more like realistic feel if it ended with the golf with at the graduation. Sure, is the matting not matting? How are you going to get through like traffic in Nigeria? Even if there's no traffic in Abuja at this time. Is it Lagos you are going to? You are going to go from the airport to, to Unilag. And you have to. It's whatever. But other than that, this movie really doesn't have anything wrong with it. And honest, it's a, it's a good movie. From now to eternity, it's a good movie. All right. I, oh, 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 since I still have time in my bad, Mr. C. I love how you're hosting, and I love how you like said, "Oh, you're the greatest host today." Came for me, say, see. Whoops! Uh, I think you lost connection, Anka. I did not definitely meet you. Um, I think you lost connection. <laughs> I think you lost connection right there. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Oh, we must have broken. Maybe try a little. Maybe try a little later. Um, it does happen once in a while. Um, <laughs> This <laughs> video actually Inga, let me know let me know you can unmute yourself i I did meet you um because I oh thought... it's okay <laughs> do you see eyes doing this huh this is what they are talking about ministers country okay mr c your hosting awesome job now see all, all what has happened okay <laughs> whoops i don't know all right out of time sorry Inga. <laughs> we, have, we have to go to we have to go to elizabeth elizabeth please can you tell us some of the things you know quite enjoy with this film so um for the longest time when i ask people to watch the meeting i usually say that oh yeah the meeting is um it's not it's not rom com per se. It's yeah, it's comedy. It's so I often just say, Oh, it's it's secondary love, secondary romance, because when I watched it the first time, I was wondering what exactly was wrong with it. Because I really couldn't put it there was romance in there. In fact, my favorite scene is that part where Edra was for me big babe, like, no, it's fine, yeah, you can go, you should go, and they stay crying after I left. But whatever. But for the longest time, if anybody asked me, I want to watch a romance, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you should watch the meeting. But yeah, it's not actually romance. So it's more like satirical. Like it's about the Nigerian burger, Chris. But there's romance in there. But I, now, years later, watching it again, I realized that 
I don't know if that should be a wrong or a right because this movie seems like drama, then secondary rom-com. Again, I don't know if it's testament to Tunde Baba Lola's writing, if it's a strength or a weakness. It's in the thing where you want to write a rom-com, but then you spend so much time building on the Clara's, Clara Gemba's world, which really I don't have a problem with, but after a while it became drawn out. When I say I don't mind the slow burn, I mean, I don't mind the slow burn where you're showing me my two romantic leads slowing the burning or burning the slow. I'm not asking you to put in so much of Clara in there where I'm confused about what exactly is going on here. So I think that's what's going, that's what really happened. So with so much of Clara going on, it does feel like there were scenes drawn out and there were things drawn out and it was just again it's just you can transpose every scene with clara in there and i don't know if it's needs picking but you know the part where um Edgera told him that it will help if you go to the reception by the recept by the secretary a gift which he did all of that <laughs> and he still didn't work and honestly i don't know if it's speaking to a bigger like i can choose to see it as far it really does not matter clara is the devil right oh i can see like that almost sounded profound when she gave it the idea and even me i was like yeah sure sure that should work and it didn't work <laughs> i don't know if that's good but i really don't know what's going on there but sometimes i just like to think about that scene again i don't know if it was one of those red earrings but really this film really is secondary romance and i'm really pissed that the romance is because i saw the synopsis that Mildred posted on twitter where it's supposed to be rom-com everything's supposed to be about Adria and mr ram but really tarawa antagonist really stole like 60 percent of the show so there there's that i don't know if that's wrong but yeah and then um i don't know maybe it's because we watched it on youtube again the, res- the resolution f- felt weird on youtube i don't know if that's it but that's it for me but don't worry this is the greatest movie ever Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks Elizabeth. all right i'm going to read a couple um uh, everybody says i did not like how i did not know a lot about linda i recall her mentioning her mom and how she doesn't like her stepdad uh, Rini says uh, there were unnecessary scenes, one or two as well. The film would still be good without it, e.g. Bologna was seen at the airport. Technical issues and sound and editing, it's still all good. All uh, right. Um, uh, Mrs. Do you have anybody's bad to read? Yeah, I have Cynthia's bad. Okay. Uh, the romance did not work, maybe because the writer was very careful, but they were very platonic. I didn't even think they were good enough as father and daughter talk more of of romantic partners. The main issue was not showing us when they started developing feelings for each other. The looks, the wandering thoughts, the denial, the acceptance, the denial, the "Hmm, I don't follow, the acceptance. Anyway, Nollywood has a problem with showing the process of falling in love. This is why K-drama is superior. Even though I liked Clara, her role became redundant, very repetitive. I know that's how tedious government jobs are, but I got bored. I felt she overused Oyo 
and her reason for delaying Mr. Esho um, wasn't really shown. Yes, kinsmen, government officials, whites can go first, but how she picked Mr. M as her next victim wasn't clearly shown. She told him to get food from BC downstairs. She sells drinks and recharge card. I feel like I needed a scene to show me I have initiated war with you because you didn't patronize me. I could have just been a devilish, it could have just been a devilish smile or sigh. That being said, she loves patronage but kept those women Aisha and the other woman waiting. Oh, well, she's a secretary in a government parastatal. Yeah, they don't typically have to make sense, those secretaries. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking throughout that. Was like, some, it, sometimes you don't know, quite understand the rhyme or reason to how these things uh, operate. What you have yeah, done to get on her bad side. At all, you don't need to know. Sometimes it's just our boyfriend did not answer our call. Or sometimes <laughs> you're just not... In the, you, there's a packing order and you're just not... Yeah, just not it. You're just not... Yeah, just not it, yeah. You're just not there. Or you have the same perfume as our ex-boyfriend. <laughs> you never know. All right. Uh, is uh, anyone... Uh, anything else or are you? No, this is me. Okay. Um, so what did I not like? Yeah. Uh, Mel mentioned the resolution on YouTube. It just... Yeah, it felt... I don't know. And then we went to watch the behind-the-scene one and the video was just so much clearer. Yeah. And... Yeah, so I didn't understand why the movie itself looked uh, that quality. Um, so yeah, that it, it wasn't the pretty, prettiest to look at. Um, what else? Yeah, so I feel like the romance people and the non-romance people is the same thing that is worrying all of them. <laughs> the people that want more romance and the people that want less romance is the same problem that is causing those diverging opinions. And it's that there wasn't enough time spent building a romance, right? We didn't have enough of the romance. So it felt platonic to some people. Mm -hmm. And then they felt like when we start adding kiss and love, we're like, from where to where, mm -hmm. right? But people who have romance in their hearts, right? Can see vision <laughs> and are like, okay, I see the romance, but you should have shown me more. You get what I mean? Mm. But everybody would have benefited from more romance, right? If we were going with romance as the end point. Mm. And I think that was it for me as well, because I spent so much time of this film. I spent a good amount of time thinking their relationship was platonic. I thought their relationship was adorable, but I thought it was platonic for a really long time. And then it gets romantic. I'm like, oh, okay, that's where we were going. Um, fair enough, I guess. But yeah, if we'd spent more time with them and a little less time with Clara as fun as she was, even though the meeting was kind of what was, you know what I mean? If we spent mm -hmm. more time with them as a couple, then I wouldn't have felt, I, I would have bought into the romance a lot more. Um, also, I thought, I thought their relationship was cute, but I think the actors themselves were conscious of the age gap. Um, I think the, you know, it's this thing where, you know, it's kind of a thing where you have to fall in love with your co-star a little bit, right? Uh, they didn't do that because even in the end, when they kiss, there's so much space for Jesus. And it's like, it's such a respectful kiss. And as much as I, I say, it's nice to have some innocence in the romance, you can get a little closer, right? You can get a little closer. You don't need to leave space for Jesus. Linda have not married at that time. So I know it's not a marriage that was... <laughs> it's not marriage that was creating space in the relationship. I think it's your respect. <laughs> it's uncle. <laughs> Which was, yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like uh, I, could have, I could have been given more romance. I could have been... They could have put time into developing that romance for me so that I could have just fully bought into it. And do not leave space for Jesus. 
All right. Okay. Um, yeah. So I agree with um, the. I would say romantic chemistry. I do agree that they did have chemistry, but um, I actually think they had some romantic chemistry. I just not as strong as the platonic one. Um, I also probably agree that if we had if we had left it at the university, and there would be no questions asked. Right? It would just felt oh okay, like that was a nice relationship. It was really nice really heartwarming mm. and even the title of the meeting you know sort of mm. um no it could have played into just something else in terms of him discovering because like one of his eyes like he works too much and he's too busy and not doesn't understand and then he meets somebody else that allows him sort of to um jumble his priorities a little more um but yeah i i also i do get it um uh, what else do I have on here? Uh, I, I thought some of the sound sound had issues, but till today we still have sound issues. But I thought I was always going to be mentioning sound issues. Um, you know, some of the lapel mics were, were rubbing. Um, yeah, I do agree with people with uh, Clara does get uh, repetitive. Uh, plot wise, because I still found a lot of the scenes. I, I was watching. I remember the first time I thought this is getting repetitive. And then I watched it today. I was like, I was waiting for the repetition to hit. I still enjoyed all the scenes. However, in terms of like what it was doing for the plot, um, not a lot. And I just think that there was probably a cuter way to merge the continuous rejections of him. Um, but I think this is probably something that moves it from moves moves it from okay to good rather than it's bad instead of rather than it's bad um i still think a couple of the lines i'm not sure were delivered all that well i still sometimes i still had lines um i think uh, a lot of people uh loved all of the performances and i i I like the casting more than i love the performances i think the performances are still good but once in a while i think i could hear lines all right in the sense that it's my turn to speak i'm not sure whether that's completely performance as much as editing sometimes um because sometimes editing can hide some of those um the way somebody picks up from another person's conversation but sometimes it just felt like i just spoke now it's my turn to speak i just spoke now it's my turn to speak um so yeah uh, that's i think that's about it from me in terms of of uh, the things i had issues with all right um in terms of um in terms of 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 uh, pushback we can head into pushback session i'm gonna take it the people's hands that are up uh doing pushback um but um i just want let me do my own as well yeah i I thought uh, somebody said somebody said um i think it was only actually i think you said uh you wanted more in terms of why linda's character was so um interested in in uh, in feminist character i don't know i I felt like i think somebody also uh, i felt like her character was just somebody who was a bit more forward and just a bit more pushy and it was part of her character she was constantly quite like that in a lot of things even in i think the way i felt like she was quite a and an, um felt like she knew what she wanted even in the way she treated her boyfriends like all right no 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 enough we've had enough of this <laughs> no more so it felt like just somebody who always wants to say what's on their mind at the time and doesn't have too much 
of that filter. And I thought that that felt worked well with her characterization, to be honest. And um, I do think crumbs of romance are in there. Um, I think the club scene is is what started for me. Um, I can understand more people wanted more romance, but I think that that scene where, uh, you know, like they've gone out clubbing and stuff and call it, you can call it plateauing for you. Like, but when they start dancing in the club, I think that's, that's the beginning. And then he goes and sticks up for her and, you know, catches one in the, and then they go back to the hotel room and yes, they start doing a dance. And that dance is where, if you're paying it, I mean, like, I don't think you need to go if you're paying attention. It's there. It's like, this is it. And they actually have a sort of first kiss there. And, um, yeah, but like, he's not ready. He's not ready because, you know, he's still attached to his, his dead wife. I thought that was, that, that was really well done, actually. Um, I do understand more romance still from there, but I think the, the, the crumbs were there. All right. I think Vanessa put up her hand. Her hand. Yes. <laughs> I'm the one who put my hand first. And I just want to say to my pushback is to everybody. Let love into your heart. Open your heart to love. <laughs> because the way people are talking about, I don't want happy, actually, I probably would not have liked an happy ending. Why do people like sorrow? Why do you like pain? Let love into your heart. Why shouldn't he have everything that he wants? It's the movies. Everything is possible. He can get everything he wants. Why does he have to learn lessons? We don't have to learn lessons, people. People can just have good things happen to them. It's not all the time so far ahead. I'm not tired. Let love into your heart. Also, justice for pushy girls. Justice for pushy girls. Not all of us can be mysterious. Not all of us can be shy. Not all of us can be blushing. Some of us are pushy. Some of us are forward. Justice for pushy girls. <laughs> also, why can't she just like him because she likes him? Why can't she like him because she look at him and she's like, hey, my boy, he has. My boy, he's fine. But boy, he, he do he don't look nice. He don't give me a lift. I like him. I should I like him. I don't. I feel like there's no rhyme or rhythm to why people like people. Sometimes you just take a liking to people, and as her character is characterized, she's just a very likable, and she likes everybody. You know, some people just are insanely friendly and just like charismatic, and she just likes him, and she's taking a shine to him, and maybe her way of taking a shine to him is by pushing his buttons and being forward. Justice for forward girls. Justice for forward and pushing girls. Also, again, let love into your heart. Why not, if not, for an age gap relationship? Old people deserve love too. <laughs> I'm sorry. But older people deserve love too. I don't usually fall in love in lift, but if I find a man that gives me lift, that I don't like the look of him, and he don't look nice, why not if not? There's possibilities, guys. It's the movies. Anything can happen. Honestly, people are thinking too much. This is why rom-coms don't feel like rom-coms and romances don't feel like romances anymore. People are trying to make sense of stuff that shouldn't make sense. Love generally doesn't make sense. And we've lost the magic in what is rom. And even though this is not a perfect romance, and like I agree with Mo, it feels too secondary and it should have been pushed more to the foreground. But like, it's a general pandemic now with how romances are made in the year of our Lord 2024. Everyone's trying to make things make sense and trying to make things realistic. Love is not realistic, especially not in the movies. Love shouldn't be realistic. People can just like people for liking sakes. Man, 
let love into your heart. Thank you. And God bless. All right. Okay. Thanks for that rant. Chiweke, <laughs> um, did you have pushback? Um, so I mostly just want to reiterate what Vanessa said. You people need to let love into your heart. I don't know who hurt you people. Maybe it's Nigeria. Maybe it's Tinubu. I don't know. But please, don't let him destroy you guys. You guys should, like, open up your hearts, please. And, um, yeah, I think someone said something about um, him not buying... Why didn't he buy clothes? And I don't know. I felt like it was pretty obvious the reason he didn't want to buy clothes. Like, he didn't want to accept his fate. Like... He didn't even believe he was going to spend a night there, let alone a couple of days. So I don't know. I felt that was like pretty obvious. And um, I think I don't know. Mostly, every mostly what everybody was just saying was just I didn't need none of this. None of it stuck for me. It's only Uchenna that um, said some things that uh, I don't know. Yeah, there was like a bit of an anticlimactic moment when they reviewed. I don't know which one. Uh, just just open your heart and I don't know whatever is wrong with you is between you, whoever hurt you and God. Uh, yeah, please let's stop Nigeria. Let's go. You should close this space. Let's go and watch Nigeria. There's nothing more to be said. Yeah, beg. Thank you, and God bless. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I see the meeting defenders have arisen. All right. Hashtag okay. Red Lovely. Okay, I I can't remember what Oyinkan's pitching. Um, I'm gonna go with Oyinkan for some reason. All right, Oyinkan. <laughs> Come on. Because you muted me and now you're making amends. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I was I was definitely I think I, I don't know, maybe it's not yes, there's not enough romance, but I also don't think that's a what's it called? A dig on this movie. I think that we are aware of the age gap. Because they told us the age gap. And so we're thinking, like in other movies. That meeting in the in the something, that other thing, that's the beginning of a romance. It tells you it's a romance, it's a vice is a ro- romance something. I could see go both ways. Yeah, now, but I think because we are aware, oh, they're 20 years older, so this is more platonic, this should be more platonic or something like that. I'm saying this as one of the people that think that, oh, maybe it should have ended the other way, but I'm okay with it that way. But like, I think that's what's really getting some getting people but i don't know i'm not in your mind that's just it um what is my oh i'm sorry i want to push back i've forgotten shit damn let love into your heart it is the movies anything can oh yes why is she comfortable sitting on the on the what's it called on the bed with a guy in his naked robe and all this it's the movies it's a romantic comedy. That sh- that would not happen in your life. Like, no. Like, you need to be more careful in real life. But once you go into the movies, that's 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 the things that happen. Like how she got into a stranger's into a stranger's car to go from one place to one place. That's his personal car. Or is he he hired the taxi guy, the driver? But is the driver is his own driver? That's some dangerous shit stuff right there. But it's the movies. It's the movies. Let it go. Enjoy it. And don't do that in real life. That's it. Uh, Let me jump no, the there's no there's nothing. What what are you responding to? No, no, no. I just want to say, um, I don't know that it, it's exactly the age gap. I think it might be, and all the family couple of us don't come at me, right? I do love myself an older man, but 
it's not exactly my spec. And I think maybe if he was like more people's spec, then people might have jumped to the romantic side a lot quicker. Non-conventionally yeah. attractive so people deserve what love too. Nope. Meet everybody. All right, we're moving on to the next person. I look. Would you stop muting much, me? There's much. There's much next. This was everybody. So, an hour, relax. I think that some people need to make start making their journeys to the center. The center. Right. <laughs> it's not just me on this on this uh, meeting. <laughs> uh, all right, um, Uchena, uh, do you want to go ahead with uh, your pushback, and then I think it's on you. Yeah, I definitely understand where. Um, Vanessa's coming from when she says, let love into your heart, it's the movies and whatnot. But I think it just, I think it, when it gets down to it, it, it really is about people's um, individual orientations about what they view love uh, or ro a romantic comedy to be. Um, I don't know, I guess in a romantic comedy, it should end, I mean, technically, a comedy is supposed to end with a marriage and a tragedy ends with a funeral. So the idea that, you know, people get together at the end and everything is great with the world, that is a comedy. But I don't know. For me, it just would have. Uh, I guess I prefer the kind of, um, as Nolly Goodfellow said, a, a more of a bitter, sweet feeling. It would have it would have been more like you know they just had this moment, and the moment has passed, and it lives on in their hearts forever. For me, that's more romantic, you know. And I never really thought to this moment. I guess I'm very slow. Um, but Mr. C said that you know he pointed out that the um, the title, the meeting, is kind of a double entendre. You know, it has two meanings. There's the meeting that he was trying to get in the office and also the meeting between these two people. And <laughs> that didn't occur to me. But that's the point. It is a meeting, not the beginning of a lifetime together. It is a meeting, a one beautiful meeting, and that time passes. To me, that just strikes me as more romantic. And uh, I would have preferred that. But, I mean, you can go the completely different way. It's a valid, it's a valid way to go as well, but probably just not what I like. Um, and I will agree with Vanessa, though that romantic comedies seem not to work in the contemporary world because I think that our sensibilities these days just are a bit too cynical for that. We just don't really believe that whole idea that all the problems in the world are solved by people kissing. So um, I think the, that that is true. That's probably a real reason why the romantic comedy doesn't really exist as a genre anymore, the same way that people aren't into Westerns anymore because they're just not used to that sort of the bad guys wear a black hat and the white, um, the good guys wear white hats sort of morality. So maybe, maybe it's an outdated form. I don't know. I was just thinking the other day, I would like to see a return of the romantic comedy, but I think it's got to be a bit more sophisticated for the modern world. Thank you. This office, no, right. no, it should not be most the problem. You did. All right. Come on, mute me. All right. Okay. No, we just, uh, Oni is next. <laughs> Oni, please tell us, <laughs> please tell us what you, uh, when you um, your pushback? Yeah, so I'm just responding to what Mr. C said earlier about you know how her behavior was consistent with how she was characterized. I don't disagree with that. Like I said, I like their first interaction. Like it was very clear that she is that pushy person. Not, not push, pushy is not the right word. She's assertive and she goes after what she wants. And that was part of what made her endearing. I think what, ju was, what just wasn't as clear to me was the why. And uh, just thinking about what uh, Mrs. C said earlier about probably the central problem is that, you know, their, the romance wasn't as developed as it needed to be um, for some people. I think that maybe it 
maybe the problem was in the execution, maybe not the idea of it being a romance, right? I don't have a central problem with the fact that it was a romance. I think maybe the execution was what got to me. The fact that one, their physical chemistry wasn't there. And two, like, I, I feel like maybe I just needed enough whys. I just needed some buying in the beginning as to why, just because you're assertive doesn't mean that you assert yourself on everything. You There is some rationale to the decisions that you make. And I just wanted to understand a little bit more about why, you know, what 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 exactly picked her curiosity wasn't very clear to me enough. Like there has to be that one thing that makes you. I, I mean, I've thought about it in the past. Like there there are times when you meet somebody and you have a good interaction with them. Um, and I know people who are assertive, and there's always something that they that I would believe that you notice or that that one thing that makes you go back for more. Um, it wasn't clear to me, and I think that's just a personal thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I just want to say, like, if if it was if there was some ambiguity to it, like, you know, that maybe it wasn't very clear that it was platonic, and it wasn't clear that it was. I don't know how this would have changed the genre, but I thought that would have been fine as well. Like, you know, just a little bit of wondering, a little bit of hmm, what what could this be in the future? I think I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that as well. All right. No, understand that. Um, yeah, I, I actually don't have any issues with that. I I think in 2012 in Nigerian cinema, though, that would have been asking for a lot. Um, to be honest, uh, from 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 that audience. Um, uh, Wayne, uh, you missed stuff, but <laughs> you missed mm -hmm. the bad. But uh, if you have stuff you wanted to say. Um, you can you can say it before we move to the summaries. And if you want uh, want to give your summary, please uh, comment underneath the space, and uh, we'll read it out. We'll read it out. Okay. Um. So my, let me just do like because everybody said, and I don't want to waste everybody's time because the priority here is survivors. So let me quickly do like one bad, and then I'll do a pushback. So my bad was I think the um. Okay, so I spoke about the um, the fact that the third act wasn't the best, so we'll ignore that. Um, I think it was a bit too easy how she broke up with her boyfriend. Um, I don't know. I, like, that, her story, the storyline with herself and the boyfriend, it wasn't really, really... Like, the, the things she was she said to him, it wasn't really adding up. Like, she was like, oh, she was, um, she was um, chased for a while, and she wasn't having sex. But, like, the way her boyfriend had approached her, it wasn't as though they had not had sex in a long time. It was basically him saying every time, every time. It was not as if they had an agreement. He had, She had come out to say, oh, I'm not having sex. Like, that storyline with her boyfriend, it just felt like they just put the boyfriend there so she can dump him. Uh, pushback. So someone was, people were talking about how, like, the meeting getting pushed back a lot, a lot was repetitive. And it's like, but I don't, I don't agree with that because of the fact that I think it was already established that in this world that we are watching, this film world, um, this thing is a possibility. It was um, Mr. McIndy that just didn't want to accept that possibility. There were people that had been there for weeks, and people had been coming there over, and they, they, in fact, some people still never even got their meeting. So the fact that he's, um, um meeting kept getting pushed back i don't think it was like repetitive it's like the story itself tells us from the beginning that this is what is going to happen so i, and I forgot something last thing last thing i think one of the best things in this film was that thing that Rita Dundee kept saying that um oh yeah is their case so that was so beautiful yeah 
All right. No, thanks, Wayne. I, I do think you, um, one of the things that have been said about the scene is rep- repetitive, not unrealistic. It it matches the world of FIPSA 1. In fact, that's very much real life. In it's just in terms of when you're engaging as an audience member, you at some point you're like, yeah, I, I get it. She's not going to let him in. Do we need to spend as much time on it? But no, I get it. It's, it fits the world. All right, uh, let's go to the summaries. Um, this beautiful, um, beautiful timing for for all of this. I appreciate it. So some people can start making their way if they've not already started. All right, so let's start with Chinweke. Chinweke, do you want to give us your summary of the meeting? Yeah. Um, so um, what's my summary, right? Uh, so this is like um, this is a very beautiful film, right? This is something I recommend for anybody, both uh, as a casual uh, observer of Hollywood, um, someone that just likes, someone that enjoys movies, someone that wants to make movies. Like this is, this is really as close to as uh, perfection as it comes with films. So, like, I would absolutely recommend this movie to every all and like just just watch it and what well, the only thing I would say like when you're watching it, please open up your heart, like. Let love in, please. Don't don't uh, tight your chest. Free, just enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks, uh, thanks, Jamaica. Uh Vanessa, do you want to give us your summary? Yeah, um, Nollywood. I don't want to say Nollywood peaked um, with the meeting, but this was a very good representation of um, filmmaking in Nollywood and telling our stories um, authentically and maintaining Nigerianness and concretizing and grounding a story in the Nigerian experience while still having whimsy and magic of movies and happily ever afters um, that, that I love in film. Um, <laughs> um, this film spelled hope for Nollywood, um, got a lot of us to watch Nollywood again. And while I don't know if I still have that hope for Nollywood, uh, when I want to renew my hope for Nollywood, I watch the meeting. Oh, very nice, kind words. Uh, Pichana, do you want to give us your summary? Yeah, you know, lately there's been so much uh, discourse about remaking Nollywood classics, whether it should be done or not. And this is a movie that I kind of would like to be seen remade, but by the original director, not by Ramsey Noah. Um, not because I don't think that the movie is great as it stands, but when I think about some of you know all the uh, filmmaking resources that are available now that weren't as readily available then, I think it could be made so much more definitive if Mildred would remake this movie. But I mean, I know Mildred has thousands of stories she wants to tell. There's no need for her to backtrack and uh, revisit this one again. But um, uh, you know, it, it definitely stands as a shining beacon that you know others should follow. I know. Thanks. Uh... Thanks, Uchenna. Uh Onye, do you want to give us your summary? Yes. Um, I just really love this movie. I think I loved this movie when I saw it in, was it 2013? And I loved it when I saw it again. And I love that it has stood the test of time. This movie has aged so well because some of the core elements of what makes it work are sort of the things that we have almost lost focus on today. That just focused directing, intentional and the writing is clear in most cases and the delivery is impressive. And just those simple 
elements are they're not hard they're not easy sorry to accomplish um i'm, I'm not saying it, it should be easy but a lot of those things are just like i feel like i was drinking a nice cup of cold water after a long hard day in the sun because some of these things are we're missing it in our movies today and i think maybe there's a conversation to be had about why our best movies are still in 2012 and whatnot <laughs> i mean i know there's mommy water but let me remove it from the picture like what else do we have um we we can have movies like this again and i think we just need to focus on the right things as opposed to getting lost in things like costuming and having the nice accents and whatnot <laughs> But yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I think it hits in enough of the right notes in terms of, you know, comedy and romance, and it, it hit a lot of it hit the sweet pot sweet spot, sorry, with a lot of things, and it made me remember why I like certain actors in the past, like Inseg Etim and Femi Jacobs, and why those those act, act actors became some sort of darlings to us um, now. Um, but yeah, I am glad. Thank you for recommending this. More like this, please. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry. We're gonna expect things. All right. Um, read to me, please. Tell, give us your summary. Um. Um. I, um. I, like I said, I, I watched this when it came out of the cinema, like in 2012, and I'm like, I'm, we're watching it again in 2024. I probably right now. I can probably argue that. From Nollywood, this might be the best film I've watched this year. Again, it still holds up in 2024. And that's why a good story, like a good story can it can be timeless. It doesn't matter like what year it was made and everything, in spite of changes in technology and everything. This is like a perfect, like there's a platform I watch on YouTube, like lessons from a screenplay. This would be the perfect like lessons from a Nollywood screenplay. This is kind of like, like Antinudria please needs to call people. Maybe her and Sunday Baba Lola they need to organize more seminars on how to construct like a Nigerian screenplay that will still follow the conventions of a screenplay, but still have the right Nigerian, the amount of Nigerianas Nigerianisms inside that will still make it a tangible story that'll be enjoyable for anybody to watch. Because this was enjoyable to watch and like you understand know, I wish I, I'm, I'm almost like my argument almost be like I'm almost like Anthony Mildred like why don't we have it's what's happening within the industry why Anthony Mildred doesn't have more films or she she's not in a position to make more films because there are some certain people you like you want them to have more opportunities because if we had more of this every other week it wouldn't be that Nollywood Film Club is always a place where they go and tear down Nollywood nobody is tearing down anything because this is quality is good so yeah more of this and like i'll say again one more time support the supply goes supply pools for the cop thank you bye-bye <laughs> all right thanks for it to me um yeah i, I don't think i'd be speaking out to any of us mildred likes to take a time with with nollywood movies she really does and maybe it's what is the reason why it shows in the quality in her work all right um next i think we have wayne wayne I let you give it to Rotimi, but you're personally coming for me. Okay. Rotimi is like ahead of you and Wayne. They're both ahead of you in the queue. Oh, that's okay. That's Wayne, go. Don't worry. I'll be the last. It's okay. It's always the last for best. It's um, always the last pair that hurts the most. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so my summary. Um 
it's a very good watch. Um, first of all, I would recommend it to anybody. If I, I had planned to recommend this to somebody um, that I was going to have some kind of date with this Valentine, but I guess that is not going to happen anymore. So, yeah, that's my pain. Um, but it's a very good watch. Um, it's a very good watch. Um, I, I think, like, like everybody's saying, like, I think someone posted recently and was like, we're making quality films. Uh, in 2024, 2023. And I think this is one of the films that you would look back and say, this is quality. And if you look at the trajectory from 2012 to now, I don't think we are making films this good anymore, right? So maybe we're making films with bigger budgets, but we're not making films and stories that are this good, that you can watch. And like, you know how it's crazy? Like all of us here, we are seeing things that we don't like. We are willing to forgive it because it's like, the film is just that good. I mean, I cannot, it's a film. We believe it. This thing doesn't make sense, but I believe it because the film as a whole is actually good. You know, so I mean more we want to see more of this. Yeah. All right, no, thanks. Uh thanks, Wayne. Uh Ayinka, to give us your summary. Okay. Ah. <clears throat> uh. This movie was good and enjoyable, and it is. Uh, what's it called? I feel like it it's it stand the test of time. So as I always say, movies are meant to entertain. On a Sunday night or Saturday or whatever night, you come back from work, you're tired, you want to entertain. Play the movie. If you like it, give it 30, 30 minutes. If you like it, continue. If you don't like it, change it. It's a very good movie. Well, hey, everybody has their own taste. With that said, um, Mr. C, you're making me into a villain. Huh? Uh, we're destined to do this forever. <laughs> no, I'm, not I'm glad that you can't get to, got to say her catchphrase and I didn't get to say her <laughs> All right, this is it. Do you have um, summaries from other people? Uh, uh, I have Cynthia's summary. Okay. Cynthia says, it was fun and entertaining. It's a shame you can tell by watching this movie how the quality, story, acting, character, build-up, dialogue, even camera work of Nollywood movies has depleted. The only thing stopping my recommendation to non-Nigerians is the video quality on YouTube. I have shame, please. <laughs> Okay. Um, and yeah, for me, this was fun. I really enjoyed this. I'm it, it's 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 a shame that the video quality on YouTube is not the best because this was this was fun, this was cute, and I enjoyed this. Okay. Uh yeah, no, I'm gonna um uh, somebody needs to upload the actual film in the quality. See, I know, you know, sometimes sometimes some people like you know, sometimes when you reach some age, some technology issues, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm actually intentionally having a dig at Mildred because I, I did the uh, age jokes with her just in case she's listening back. <laughs> no, YouTube or YouTube, I know it's for all these young people technology, but somebody um it's in 480 pixel at, at this time. And I know that thing has because we've seen the BTS, um, the aspect ratio. I don't know if the aspect ratio is as as it says it is, because it's squished on here, so it's not even in the right. It's not in the right format, yeah. Um, so just that that's just a fix at the back end, whoever needs to do that. Um, so please and thank you. But yes, actually when we I think like if if I discussed any Hollywood sort of six or seven out of ten movie, 
I would expect to have issues with it as well. And these are kind of issues I would be hoping, the kind of issues I have with, uh, well, with the exception of sounds and some some technical stuff, these are the kind of issues I, I would have I would prefer to be discussing on uh, on 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 NFC more regularly as opposed to well that character didn't make any sense uh, it does there's no character we're just watching things happen all of this nonsense and it's it's actually crazy that um, we've been accepting much worse than this for so long because one would have thought one would have thought that you know, at 2012, we would have set the standard and we should be much better than this. And unfortunately, it's just not the case. Um, but uh, anyway, I do like this film. Um, I did think it was fun. It's not perfect, but it's it's a film I actually could see myself watching again in a proper quality output. Uh, all right. But yeah. All right. Okay, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing this with us. I know this one was uh, much r- recommended from uh, in this month of love that we're doing. Um, I'm not sure what we're doing next next week. Whether we're having it's a Sunday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whether we're having um, a, a a topic or uh, or a film, uh, we'll, we'll decide on that a little later. But thanks for discussing this. And uh, like Rita me said, all right. Uh, Super Eagles time. I hope you guys uh, watch the game. We will not be put to shame. Yes. Um, if not, you cry and you come back next week. I uh, cry, cry again. <laughs> God, I beg. God, I beg. You should not put this thing outside. You don't put that. Are to the finals? <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed listening and would like to join live, just follow us on Twitter at Iroko Critic and join us every Sunday, 6 p.m. West African time on our spaces.